Tell me a story. Wait. Like my story? No, not your story. A story. Since you can't keep your mouth shut long enough for me to read my paper, tell me a story. I don't think I know any stories. You don't know any stories? No. All right, I'll tell you a story. This is a newspaper, right? It's 90% bullshit. But it's entertaining. That's why I read it, because it entertains me. You won't let me read it. So you entertain me with your bullshit. Tell me a story right now. Go. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Give me a call later, okay? It's your mother. I love you. Bye. Hey, little boy, why go and talk to me? Yeah, roll out or what? Right now, I'm active, you know. Right now, I'm ready to touch the road. Do road, you know. Just meet me back and let me know how I go on. But how come every time I call you, you don't answer your phone? Like, what's the point of you having the phone if you're not even going to answer it? Don't be telling me the voice on these hoes, all right? Listen, when you get this message, you call me back. Man, I ain't got time for this shit. Back to business. Talking entertainment, sports, lifestyle, relationships, and, well, whatever the hell else comes to mind. You're now listening to Fully Loaded with Focus JRJ. And Malcolm Smith. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We are back in the building. What up, people? Back on your social networks, bothering the hell out of you guys. Straight out of West Philadelphia. Born and raised (laughs) on the playground is where we spent most of our days. Oh, really? Chilling out, maxing, relaxing on, cooling on, shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys, they were up to no good. Somebody Starting had to. Starting to trouble in my neighborhood. <laughs> oh, gosh. What up, people? Focus How Yard you doing? Here with my associate producer, Mr. Malcolm Smith. Give him a round of applause. Hi. Ooh, party yeah. of one. Please step down. <laughs> Fantastic. There's nothing, like li- nothing wrong with being a party of one. Sometimes it just has to be that way. Just like my love life. So, um, I want to apologize to you guys. Last week, I mean, the episode came out, and you know what? I really didn't push it. I didn't give a F about it. I you didn't know like what? it. You know what? One, I didn't like it. Two, I What felt number was that? That was number seven. Oh, and seven is supposed to be a godly number. But I felt like- If it was six, I would feel like, okay, whatever. But let me, let me go. I was sick, and I was just rushed. It was multiple things going on, and I was just yeah. like, I was trying to get out of the studio, just trying to get it done. Damn sure was. And rule, rule- Number one is when you're ever doing something, you don't rush it out. You, you put your all into it. You put your all into it. And the thing is, we prepared, you leave it until you finish. We prepared for it, but the thing is, just sometimes you have to tell when your body says no, you have to say no. Ding, 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 ding. And exactly. I said Listen yes. To your body. And I put out some horrible work. And and I'm and one to acknowledge it. I'm not proud of that uh, last episode, but yeah, I mean, but it was it was informative, but it just wasn't. I, I sounded like shit, and and because I sounded like shit, I didn't want to put it out. I mean, I, I didn't. I wasn't happy about promoting it. So yeah. I mean. You but can, you know what? But guess what? You guys can listen to it, and let me tell you this. It was some tidbits in there about me and Malcolm, what we thought on different situations regarding sports and stuff like that. But I just wanted to apologize because I felt like shit. I sounded like shit, and it was rushed. And But it's on your social media. I'm not going to delete it, but it's yeah. up. But you know what the great thing about life is? What? You got today. Right. You could, you could do it all over again. But guess what? Guess who's back in full effect? Focus JRJ, fully loaded with Malcolm Smith. Pew, pew. All right, let's so, talk about people. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, let's start the podcast. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh, yeah. Malcolm wants to talk about people. That's right, because we're fully loaded. What we do here is we talk about anything in any body mm-hmm. we want. Anything in any body. Especially if you've been fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just call it a spade. Like, you know, rarely ever do we like, oh, we have great news to share no. about, you know, the kids in like, you know, wherever. Because there's always some bullshit going on in the mother effing mm-hmm. media. But yeah. It makes our job so much easier. I mean, come on, just sit back yeah, and scroll through my damn social network. You just let people fuck around and you're like, oh, clip, 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 clip. We got a show. Uh, so what are we starting with? You lead, I, I'll follow. I want to st- start off talking about uh, Bill Cosby. And the thing is, the guy, you know, the one reason why I really didn't talk too much about it is because excuse me, this guy's getting dragged through the mud. Dragged. And by I'm, his edges, I mean, like snatched. It's <laughs> one thing to to you know fall, but once you fall, once you fall, and people continuously like they're it, kicking the you beating, in the side. <laughs> the beating continues. Like this guy had his um his honorary awards taken away from different uh, universities, yeah. his doctor doctorates, and it's like yo, I mean. It's, it's one of those things like, yo, I already lost. Like, I, I give up. I lost. And the thing is, I, he did it to himself. I, I'm not here to defend the man. But, mm-hmm. yo, it's really unfortunate, the situation, because only not only does it affect him and his legacy, but it's affecting a lot of other people that's And it's affecting evolved. not even only people. It's affecting other people's money. Other and people's That's brands. where the problem begins yeah. with me. So, um, 
and the thing what comes with this is like a lot of people wants to know more so about the Cosby show and, and what was going on in that era as far as Bill Cosby yeah. and what we saw on the TV in the limelight versus who he actually was inside of the clubs and uh-huh. out, out as a socialite. Inside of the clubs. I can't see Bill Cosby in a club. No, from, from what I but, hear, <laughs> that what shit I, is hilarious. From, 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 apparently he was in the clubs. Exactly, right? Popping bottles so we and ha- other uh, things. A lot of people have been asked different questions. Raven Simone. Yeah. Uh, Claire. Claire. Felicia Rashad. <laughs> Felicia Rashad. Claire. Claire. I love to call her Claire. That's all I want to call her. Um, her beautiful being self. She she ended up defending him for and defend, defending yeah, that bullshit. I, I had and to we look like, at oh. Felicia with the side out with that shit. I was like, really, girl? But what sucks yeah, is that really? these people always have to keep answering these questions because they- For the rest of their lives, until they die <laughs> or until- Because this is never going to blow over. It's one thing. It's like, yo, if, if, if I do some dumb shit, God forbid- I don't want let Malcolm go out live his life. Don't ask him every time he goes to promote something or do something like let him live with that burden versus I mean, of course, you got to speak on it for one oh, once, yeah, yeah. once in a few times while it's hot. But these guys are like getting hammered. Um, For for example, Malcolm Jamal Warner, known as Theo on the Huxtable. Theo Huxtable. Theo Huxtable on the Huxtable. I mean, on the Cosby show was out promoting his new album, Selfless. You, those not know, he acts and does off-way Broadway shows. Okay, he, he's a musician. Right. Okay. But, so, all right. What? He shouldn't all be right. doing music? I know you're going to go there. Mm. Yeah, fuck it. He shouldn't be doing music, maybe. All but right. I, You know what? I can't say that because I've never heard the man no, sing. No, no, no. Listen, he's, he's, he's very talented. He's like 40 years old. I'm just hearing about a singing <laughs> career. I'm like, why was this shit not popping off, you know, in 84? But okay. it's Nope, no, no. It's fine. It's so fine. he's promoting his new album called Selfless. And he's continually, continuously getting hammered with these questions. And yeah. it's like, Dude, I just want to put my shit out, keep my coinage, because obviously uh, Bill fucked up my money because those not in the know. The Cosby Show's not on, on uh, was it Nick? Anywhere. It's not, it was on, it's not on TV Land. It's not on, um, it was, I think it was running on like TV Land and like two other networks. I think it was on Hulu now. I think you can look at it on Hulu, but I mean. Was it? No, it was, or it, it might still be. It might still be, because it's I, one of those things where you like, you pay for the service, yeah. so it's up there. But it I mean, was as far on as it. like live broadcast, it's not, it's not on any. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. They have snatched all those, all of those, all of those, all of those programmings, but all of those checks specifically. Like you could really live off the Cosby Show money for probably forever, but not now. Like now, you really gotta, you know. All right, well, let me get back to work. Let and me. It, it's not too many classic shows like that anymore. We had it's like none. We had the Cosby Show. We had um, what's that? Family Matters. Oh, you tried it. F- Family Matters. Def- we had Martin. We had Martin. Oh, you tried it. Martin, yes. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Um, there's a few shows out Come there. Come on, black ass. Like how you only name in black shows. Come on, let's talk this talk. Oh, I, I mean... I Everybody loves Raymond. Don't get me started. You know it's one of my favorite shows. People are going to laugh at me. In the Heat of the Night was a great show. I don't even know what that is. It was a cop show. It was like In the Heat of the Night. Oh, uh, what, what else? Matlock was Would a great show. Would it run like one season? Oh, okay. Oh, stuff like that. You're yeah. talking about like old, old, yeah. not old, old stuff. But, but like, I mean, it, it was in the 90s yeah. or 80s. Yeah, stuff was, that was even geared to like an older And it demo. still comes on on television. You know, Matlock is on TV all the all the time. My show right now, which is like I could watch Eon Years Of, is SVU. Yeah. Call me crazy and call me a sicko, but I... Oh, no, a lot of people are like that. It's great pr- production. It's great storylines, which are taken from real real yeah. life. And it's like produced well. Yeah. No, so, that is a pretty good show. But I mean, just like, yo, people coin is like, I don't, you, he can't even, he can't even catch wind. They hurt. Like their pockets are really hurt. So he recently promoted his album, was on an interview and, well, he was out promoting his album and the story picked up where it's like, oh, he, that the brand is tarnished as far as the Car- uh, Cosby show. Yeah. And he on Huffington Post, he had to go back and kind of reiterate why he's speaking on it. And we have a clip about that. Yeah, it's frustrating that we have to answer these questions. Um, but I get it. Like you said, one, it's the elephant in the room. And I can, I'm can i not going to spend the rest of my life not doing press. But the reality is, the, the hardcore reality is, there's nothing that I can say. Because I don't know. I wasn't there. I, there's nothing, like I said, there's nothing productive I could really lend to the conversation. Do you not hear that man crying for like, let yeah. me, yeah, let, just me, let me, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I don't want to keep answering these questions. It's almost, he needs to turn up like Serena did when after the, the, the US <laughs> Open, it was like, how's it feel to lose? It's like, bitch, I lost. Like, That's what, it. What, like, you saw it? You yeah, heard, exactly. You, you seen it in like, the Like, how do you feel? It's like, I wasn't raping those, those girls. Like, I don't, I don't fucking care. Like, and the, the, wait, is there, well, okay. All right. I don't want to jump the gun, but. He he. Basically, what he's doing here is him talking about what he talked about earlier was the brand being tarnished. Yeah. And we have a little bit more in-depth detail with Huffington Post on, on that clip. Okay. I did an interview a couple weeks ago 
And the interview was about my music. So we spent 20 minutes talking about my music and my career. And the last question, the interviewer asked, Did you, do you think the legacy of the show is tarnished? Mm. So my answer was, well, it can't help but be tarnished because they've taken it off the air. And whenever we see images that uh, you know perpetuate the negative stereotype of people of color, we've always had the Cosby show to hold against that. So- and that, some... Some it's some truth into that. It's a lot of truth into that. Yeah, because the legacy it, it is tarnished. Right. <clears throat> Did you see the cover of um Ebony Mag? Was it Ebony? No, it was, it was, it was Ebony. Ebony. It, it wasn't Essence. Be. Yeah, no, Ebony. Yeah. Yeah. Where they uh um did they, like the they, shattered, glass. shattered glass yeah. of a photo frame of the Cosby Show? Yeah. Which I so how did you feel about that? Because I feel like a lot of people read into that incorrectly. I read into it as much as it was as much truth as it is. I think. I would have rather, you know what the thing is, a lot of the a lot of these people in the show are getting ridiculed, not ridiculed, but they're getting they're suffering mm-hmm. on the hands of uh, Bill Cosby. It should have been a frame of Bill Cosby, his own picture and just tarnished, leave it as that. True. I don't think the family's tarnished because I mean we got a lot of great values but the family out of family is tarnished though. F- it is tarnished. And that's and I think that's the problem like almost not almost, but like the problem with this show is that this show is so iconic that it means a lot to a lot of people. You're right. And the lines are blurred. So people really look at the Huxtables like a real family. Like so, they're like, well, these are real people. I'm like, no, these are not real people. It's a fake show. So my question is to that, when if they didn't take it off the air, would you when you would be watching it, would you still gather the thought in your mind that oh I, I don't know. Is, this is Mr. This is the rapist Cosby. Yeah. This you know what? I really don't know. Because when the allegations first came out, they were out for a good I'm, little no, while. No, I'm talking about today. If you were at home watching the Cosby show, when oh. when you're chilling, are you thinking in the back of your mind, oh, that's a rapist on TV I'm watching? You know what? I, Not in a supportive way, but I mean, yeah. theoretically, is, a mind, is it crossing your mind or you're just enjoying the show? You, you it's, impos- it's almost impossible for it not to cross your mind because it's so on your like your frontal load. Right. Like, it's so there. Like, I mean, maybe in like, ten, like five years, I'm like, oh, maybe I can watch it. But, you know, if I was turning on right now, I probably wouldn't be able to get through a full episode. Really? Yeah. I, think, I probably wouldn't. Uh, maybe the scenes without him. I think I would. I couldn't do it. We do that all the time. I mean, and that's me, my favorite line, double backing, because we do. We, there's people that do fucked up things all the time mm-hmm. and we still view them. We listen to it. We, we, we feed into whatever they're promoting. And I mean, for, for instance, we see people who are who've been charged with allegations of rape and play NBA games. Yeah. We've seen people who've been accused of beating their wives and their children and still go out on the field. But I think it's something... I mean, and it still resonates with us, but we still watch and feed into that by... Pan, by we don't turn it off. Yeah, but I, you're right. You're right. You're, you're 100% right. And, and then this but I think me- it's something about the pedestal that Bill Cosby was on. Right, okay. Because Bill Cosby was like, you know, in like a higher, like, you know... Directory for people, and like that's, people really like held this guy, and that's society's fault because I mean he was only just going to I want to be called the doctor, like yeah. and is he actually a doctor? I don't think so. I think he's like an honorary doctor. Well, not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Though. It's quiet for that. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what he went to school for. He might actually be like a legit doc, not a legit doctor, but like he might have a doctorate in something. So. Right. Um. And Rudy. But, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Rudy even. Uh, Keisha Napoleon. Yeah, she had to f- fill in. And they give a way in her little uh, two cents, two cents or ideas of what's going on because everybody's getting asked a question. Yeah, and because it's almost impossible not to ask it. Like, and she she said that she doesn't think it's tarnished because girl, it was but, it some, but it's some values that came out of the Cosby Show. And here here's Malcolm talking about it. The legacy cannot be tarnished because all of the good that that show has done cannot be taken away. The generation of people who have gone to college because of the Cosby show and because of a different world, that cannot be taken away. The generation of people who decided to become doctors and lawyers and have families where they they are involved, actively involved in their families and loving their children and raising their children and being present in their lives because of watching the Cosby show, that cannot be taken away. Yeah. Um, it's, he's right. He's right. It did affect a lot of people in a great way. Like a lot of people probably did go to college. Right. Not probably did because uh, uh, people still think Hillman is a real school to this day. And not not to like forget- I have a Hillman sweater. People would be like, "Did you go there?" And I'm like, "It's not a real school, people." But like, if people really like that show, really opened right. a lot of people's eyes to like HBCUs, and like it, it really was a great thing. Now and not to, not even to front the spinoff show. 
A different world. A different world. Which was like everybody was like, I thought college is gonna be cool. Yeah. A bunch of, you know, interracial people hanging out, having yeah. fun. Eighties, nineties, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shooting the shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up watching, I was like, okay, college maybe not that bad. You're still living your life. You exactly. Know? There's black people I'm, there. I'm not gonna say <laughs> that watching that show would be um would be the reason why I went to college. I would say th- but some of those family values that were instilled in that show allowed me to get through in life because I mean I did have like family members around so I yeah. could kind of resonate and understand okay I didn't have a bunch of brothers and sisters I had a brother I had a father I had a mom yeah. and I had cousins you know they would come and go but you know they were close family members so you could understand some of the situations like and I think and a neighbor that would always come over to your house or something yeah. you know what I mean but like, the thing about the Cosby Show was that it allowed people to see black people on TV like they never saw them before. Right. Because there was never like even even with this the the two parent households right. on on TV prior to that, like they it, it wasn't like, you know, both parents were working. Like they weren't doctors and lawyers. It was like good times. They lived in the projects. Right. Like the mother didn't work or she was like like a janitor or something. The dad like it wasn't like there was that was the first time you ever saw like a solid black family like that had their shit together. Like, oh, shit. Like, they're really, like, you know, they're not not pinching pennies. And what what was good about that show is that it showed you that aspect, but it was also some people who didn't get to see the other side, which was people who had a one-family... Who had a one parent family? Yeah, and that which was was good times eventually after James died. If you think about it, it was a fresh prince of Bel Air. Mm. Oh yeah, because Will, a a troubled young man moving into moving who has their shit together, and we all have those families. Yeah, everybody has that one cousin. That one cousin, or you know of somebody that has that one cousin. Oh, we have that one family that's all put together and they greater than Almighty and shit. Greater than Almighty. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, it's just really unfortunate. But it's something that got them. I would still watch it on TV. Cosby Show. Yeah, I would still. I don't think I could watch it. I don't think I could watch it. Because and I'm like, cause I'm I'm so tapped into all of this stuff that I feel like as soon as his face popped up on the fucking screen, all I'd be able to think about is rapist, 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 rapist. The one thing about it is he also spoke in an interview about, and this interview was on Huffington Post. So you guys can go check it out when you give a chance. So I have to give my credits out there because I didn't create the interview myself. There you go. Um, he talked about the reason why Bill hasn't come out to talk about any of these allegations because legally he can't anymore. Because he's being sued and he's probably doing settlements and different things, yeah, which are probably enabling him not to speak. Mm-hmm. So, with what he can't, he's stuck in a bond because he already did that. Uh, what's it called? The decimentation where he was sat down and he kind of basically said, "Oh, right, right, right." Where he basically said, "I forgot I, about. It. I forgot he did that." He yeah. basically sat down and said, "Behind closed doors, yeah, I gave them this. Yeah, I gave them pills." Mm-hmm. But he didn't really say why, so he can't conv- he can't defend himself now. One because the, the the judge already released it, yeah, and now he can't come back anymore because so many cases have been filed upon him. Charlemagne really said it the best. He's like the only thing Bill Cosby could do right now is die, and it's so fucked but, up. I mean, but it's so true. Like it's there's so true. there's no coming back from Let it. Let me ask you this: And once you die, you get all your fucking flowers. Oh, right. oh, Whit- right. Whitney got him. Michael got him. Like every we give people the business while they're on this earth, but as soon as they, they cross over, we're like, oh my goodness, oh I love them so much. And you know, and I'm not even going to sit here to say that I'm gonna wait for his death, but it'll surely be interesting. The turnout and the reaction. Yeah. God forbid he passes away and to see... Well, he's going to pass away. I mean, he is. I mean, so I'm like, of, you don't have to forbid he, that. He's up in age, but I mean, you know what I mean. But I mean... Well, we all going to die. Right, so, right. Yeah. But I mean, God, because that's exactly what they do. And yeah. I, I want to see how far, how smeared they can... Are they going to, oh, yeah. Bill Cosby? They're and not. I'm like, wait, hold on. You they, guys are oh, the same people that were fucking... Yes, fucks. talk, talk, talk. <laughs> Thank you, talk, shit, because... It's going to happen. It is. It's going to happen. And they did the same shit with Michael. Mike, yeah. We called Michael Wacko Jacko. <laughs> he was a pedophile. He was fucking those little boys. <laughs> it's June 25th, 1.54 in the... I don't know if that's the time it was, but 1.54 in the afternoon. All of that shit goes out the window. Michael was the best. Thriller's my favorite album. There'll never be another. I'm like, y'all was dragging this motherfucker every day for like 10 years, and now he's like the... I, Okay, whatever. Let's let's move You're on. Capable <laughs> of running this shit. Sick your five dollar ass down. No, for real. That's what's gonna like, happen. For real. For Everybody. real. For real. For real. Sit your five dollar ass down. <laughs> anyway, Jesus let's, all right, let's let's move on. Um, uh, since we're talking about this whole thing about yeah, we talking about hot shows in the nineties. Hot shows. Um, who else was it? Uh, Alfonso Ribeiro was on Huffington Post not too few weeks ago as well. Vivian! Vivian. <laughs> and he's hosting a new show. What show is it? Um, um, is it not Dance? He was on no, Dance with the Stars. No, what's it called? The, the videos where you send your people, your family in? Uh, America's, America's Funniest, funniest Home. Yeah, there you so Alfonso. What's that shit called? Carlton, everybody. Carlton, Carlton Banks. Carlton Banks right. of, of, of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. 
is going to be hosting America's Funniest Home Videos. And that's yeah. great because he's, he's such, the perfect person for that. He's such a performer. If you hadn't seen him on Fresh Prince, you've seen him on Dancing with the Stars. You've seen mm-hmm. his personality, how he snaps into characters so quickly and effortless. Yeah. effortless. <laughs> no, he's pretty great. Yeah. Sorry, you know what just popped into my head, so I what? have to say it. You were looking at me funny. Someone, what the <laughs> fuck is he looking at me for? <laughs> um, remember the episode of Fresh Prince where Ashley said Grace? And she was like, hey there, God, it's me, Ashley Banks. <laughs> something, something, want to give you this thanks before I swallow this stupid food. Oh, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know. About. It was so good. It was a lot. You, you almost had it there. I almost had it. I had it in my brain until you asked me to say it out loud. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, so uh, he, he while promoting his new gig, because he, mm-hmm. he's out promoting, that's what you got to do. You got to- Plug, you, plug, plug. Use everything as a stepping stone, plug, man. Plug, plug, Because you move on from one thing, you got to do something else greater. So he's doing that. He's plugging his new gig, which is America's Funniest Home Videos. He has like completely rebooted his career. Right. Because five years ago, if you'd asked me shit about Alfonso Ribeiro, I'd have been like, I have no idea He's off in the Cayman Islands. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. He's really done a full like 180. Shout out to him. Right. Is it true that Dancing with the Stars bring you back? Dancing with the Stars is a weird thing. I feel like it's people for the come up or on their way down. Right. So I feel like- Because Aretha Franklin or something? Who was on there? Gladys Gladys Knight. No, no, no. no. This season was Shaka Khan. Oh, (laughs) Shaka Khan. Awful. Awful. Um, some, see, certain people need to stay off this shit. Yeah, no, for real, no, because <laughs> that's not a good look for Shaka. Like some right. people use it on the way up. Like I don't know who I can use. I don't know. Any, I don't know. Right now, Kim Kardashian. Okay, Kim Kardashian was on her way up, and I feel like Dancing with the Stars helped her like define her image in America. Right, and then people on the way down, like you know Alfonso Ribeiro. Right, it can really do a one eighty for you because people are like, oh shit, I haven't seen Alfonso Ribeiro since like there you know you Carlton yeah. Banks. So it it works if you're like in the middle. Mm-hmm. Then it's just bad. Yeah. Like, if Beyonce went to dance with the stars, that would never happen. But that would be See, a terrible-ass luck. Um, somebody who I know was I work close to, um, Lance Bass. Uh-huh. He was on it not too long ago. And now he's on... Oh, Lance did do dance. dance and now dance. he's on Meredith Vera yeah. as a panel host. And yeah. he also has his own radio show. Yeah. So I, I think mean, Lance was on the way down. No shade to your friend Lance. But yeah. he, he was on the way down. Yeah. yeah. But no, you're right. I get what you mean. It's yeah, like yeah. once you went not on your way down, but once you've been silent for so long, exactly. it's like a good it's comeback a, it's a, tool. It's a very nice reboot. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it's that bad. It depends yeah. on what you're doing, but it can kill you if you're trying to go your way all the way up. Because if oh, you if you're down, you're down. Yeah, Fuck exactly. You. All right, but if you're trying to go up and it's like, uh... yeah. Um, but yeah, but back to Alfonso Ribeiro. So, so he's on Huffington Post and he's talking about um, he's talking about his his new gig or whatever. Yeah. Everything they're catching up with him because, like we said, he's rebooting his life. People yeah. want to know where he's been, what he's been up to, and of course, they're gonna ask about the '90s greatness of Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. So it was rumored in August that you know the Fresh Prince was gonna be rebooted, mm-hmm. and with that being said, was we didn't know exactly what would be the spectrum of that being rebooted. Was it gonna be them doing the show together, or there's gonna be a spinoff show? And one thing yeah, that I hate happen. is that new spinoff shit. That shit is blowing my like. No, get out of my head. We don't need sequels to every freaking movie. Like, we what the need... fuck is Fuller House? <laughs> like, what is that? Why is that coming back? Yeah. Why is that? I've... So he wants. He he basically shot down the idea of like uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I mean, theoretically, Will Smith with his power and his production. Uh, connections. He can put the. He can oh no! Put, it can happen. It can happen. It no, it could def- I'm not. It could definitely happen. It but it needs not to happen. It won't be what it was. No. And this is his take on it. I've heard the rumors. Uh, it's not exciting to me because I know that it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so I'm like, it ain't gonna happen. Uh, you know, it, and if it happened, it wouldn't yeah. be Fresh Prince. It would be something that's taking the story of the show and having all new people do something. To me, that's not Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. There's one Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Is Will Smith starring in it? No. There ain't no Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know what I mean? He's the Fresh Prince. There's no other Fresh Prince. Maybe Jay uh, is you know, starring. He ain't the Fresh Prince. He's, he's the son of the Fresh Prince. Damn sure isn't the Fresh Prince. <laughs> Damn sure isn't. Not showing up to Kanye's we- wedding in a fucking Batman suit. That wasn't Kanye's wedding. Who, who wedding was it that Jaden showed up no, to? No, it went. he went to prom. I think it was prom he no, went to. No, he showed up to Kim and Kanye's wedding with a Batman suit. No, the fuck. He, he was not at their wedding. You want to put the money up? You're going to make... No, because I'm poor. No, listen. We're going to do the Googles right right after the show. I mean, okay. after the show. But in the meantime, I have some other... T- with, with that being said, Alfonso Ribeiro was right. We don't need to see yeah, another... No, I don't... Yeah. Stop fucking with all these 80s and 90s movies and shows Just leave them. Just leave... Like, if... if like. If it's not going just down, create new shit. Like if I, it's not going down the tubes the way the Cosby Show did, then leave it alone. Don't don't touch yeah. it. Yeah. Because if Martin come over here, someone he gonna do another Martin, and somebody's gonna be another radio host, and his girlfriend's at the law firm, we gonna be looking at you like, bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Especially because like, I do like Fresh Prince. It's not one of my favorite shows. Right. But I 
think it's, it is one of my. Favorite I think shows. Fresh Prince might be timeless, and I feel like shows that are timeless you don't need to redo or recreate because I'm just like it has made its mark on society. Right. So you know, like we don't need to reboot it, especially because it plays a syndication all the fucking time. Like people, people watch Fresh Prince literally probably every, not probably every single day, like without a question. So I'm just like there is like there's no need for a Fresh Prince reboot. A reboot of anything, for that matter. So, how many sequels? I mean, I just heard—is there another Die Hard coming out or something else coming? Die Harder? It, I don't know. Listen, the thing. This is what I mean. Like, I'm getting dem- dementia earlier because of all these damn social media networks and shows coming out that have to Google everything. Yeah. And there's been basically a study showing that every time we use Google, we're we're killing our brain cells because. Oh no, we are. We we don't remember anything. Nope. And I can't even remember which shows are coming out day to day or what's going on in life. I'm like that with spelling stuff. Like, I've gotten I so lazy. I freaking write. If, I, if, you, if you give me a pencil right now, a pen and paper to write down something, I'll look uh-huh. at you like, yeah. how do you spell a lot of these words? Exactly. I write the first two letters and auto thing, auto correctors, <laughs> like, hey, boo, we here. And I'm like, click, keep thank, going. <laughs> thank you for the help. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, but yeah, no. I, so, what? So, another news. Yeah, so Alfonso Roberto just stop fucking with our show. I mean, uh, uh, shout out to him for saying that. Ain't no Fresh Prince. Yeah. We only got one. Okay, can we really get into this this Let's whole go. Meek Mill Wale whole situation? Go ahead. Okay. Oh, were we not getting into that? No, because I had more news. But we would hold oh, off. I'm sorry. Well, that's not what we. Okay. Well, all right. So, um, I have right, some, fine. I'll wait. I'll wait. Go I ahead. Have, I have some updates. Okay. So, uh, remember that rant about Bruno Mars and me going off the hinges about? Oh yeah, about him half- doing the Super Bowl. Yeah, because I mean, he didn't he just do it? Yeah, I mean, like like three years ago. No, just like last year. That wasn't last. Oh, two year. two years ago. You're right. Yeah, I was like that wasn't last year. But the thing is, it's too soon. So couldn't we find more talent? So uh, uh, apparently, they've uh, E News this week announced that they have been reaching out to other people, and what I mean, it? they as the NFL. They oh god yeah yeah yeah. They've been reaching out to other talent because we I mean, Bruno Mars is good, but it's just like we could find great. Yeah, we could find great. Who who else could we have? I I told you how I felt before. I think we already found greatness. Who was that? And it was Beyonce. Okay, Beyonce is probably gonna be my favorite Super Bowl halftime performance ever. Right after Michael. Michael's was really good too. All right, but who can we add to this date that could be great, 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 great? Nobody. Great. Did we say the weekend before? We said the weekend, but in due time. Still too new. Yeah. I do like I I don't know I don't really I don't know like I don't can Taylor I feel like it? Chris Brown would be perfect for it but America still hates him right so I don't Taylor Swift yeah. Taylor Swift would be really good but, but she, she would get a lot of black the shit out of me you know she gets oh, a lot she of backlash she gets a lot of backlash and also she's Taylor t- yeah she turned up to that one of those stuck up girls where she only hangs out with the models and things now mm-hmm. like what's her squad called do they have a squad I don't even know yeah some some stupid shit that I would never even be a part of but it's kind of weird like I need to be on that level where I only hang out with bougie people and I'd be like Malcolm I don't fuck with you no more See, Not, no, but in no. so many ways just like oh I'm yeah. hanging out with Taylor Swift is so transparent to me though like she is so I, I see through that bitch from a mile away like I, I really do <laughs> like I I, 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 I whatever Anyway, um, so so who are they talking for this halftime uh, thing? They they offered or they reached out to Adam Levine and Maroon Five. Okay, what? Okay, uh, uh, no, no. I like Maroon Five. Nope, okay. no. Maroon okay. Five is a great band, but no, not for halftime. They when, they contacted Coldplay. Coldplay okay. is pretty right. great. Coldplay is pretty good. Coldplay is not really my taste, but I know right. a lot of people that love Coldplay. But, but we had to so talk, I'll give y'all that. So we have to talk about the um, the audience that they're providing, and, and remi- remember, this audience was. Is the biggest audience in the world. This, oh, yeah, no, it's the big, yeah. I mean, more people watch the Super Bowl than like any other. That's the most watched event on TV. I think period. La- last year was one, as if 115 million? Or, uh-huh. I, I mean, that that was that big of yeah. the and there's spectrum. Been, there's been years where people have like, let's say, like, you know, like people will not watch the game and just watch the halftime. Right. Like the numbers grow for halftime, right. bigger than the actual game. Like right. people, re- it's, it's really like, like a, it's, an, it's a world event. Like people really like wait to see who's performing at halftime. So, so, but no, I'm not here for Adam Levine and Maroon Five, which is so shady because Adam Levine, Adam Levine is in Maroon Five, so it was just Maroon Five. Oh, so yeah, last year's Super Bowl did bring separate them like that. Sorry, last year's Super Bowl did bring in 121 uh, million viewers. Uh huh. With 115 watching just a halftime show. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, people go to the bathroom. People turn away. Yeah, you know, I got it. So Um, that's big shit. And which Super Bowl is this? This Super Bowl 50. So this, this is a big, big number, deal, right? Yeah, that's a big fucking deal. You gotta bring Jesus out. No, <laughs> Y'all better get it together now. February will be here before you know it. Right. Can Who else can they get? 
Like, I really don't know because I've, I've it's gonna be in California, so this is a big deal. Oh, they should they should at the with, Levi Stadium. They should run with this whole straight of Compton movement and just get mad West Coast rappers just to turn that shit up. Who I did? would live for that. It would never happen. No, this has to be like a big star studded event. Get mad West Coast rappers. If you get Snoop, no, we not Kendrick. No, listen, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop. I'm trying to make it like the Brother Who, Bowl. If if it's gonna be fifty, you have to like balance this out. I'm down with Coldplay. Uh huh. I'm down with Maroon Five. Can we do Coldplay and Jay Z? But that was Lincoln Park. You gotta have you gotta have Jay Z there. Yeah. You gotta have Kanye there, even if Kanye is the opener. Not even to give him no disrespect, but I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? And this has to be a star studded. Yeah. Bring Prince. Where the hell's Prince at? Prince did halftime. Bring his ass back. Prince did halftime a couple of years ago. We don't I remember, have. We, I remember Purple Rain. Like we don't have Michael, so we have to bring Prince. Not to not to make that a comparison, but yeah, you understand I was like, what I'm oh, saying. That's a far stretch for me. <laughs> Because I'm so not the Prince kind of guy. So look out for that. Super Bowl 50 is um, taking place on February uh, 7th, 2016 on CBS. That's a Sunday. Fantastic. You say it like like, like it's not always a Sunday. It's always on a Sunday. Yeah, like that's a Sunday No, because you don't want people turning out in a Thursday football. Well, if your ass or... is watching for the Super Bowl on a Thursday, <laughs> you got to get your whole entire shit together because you apparently have not lived life in America long <laughs> enough at all. Um. What else is going on in hell this week? Uh, Wale, Wale, Wale. Uh, he wants to get into the Wale Club. We're going to talk about this. Wale, Wale, Wale. All right, so since we're going, <laughs> since we're going to talk about it, Wale was on the Breakfast Club, and shout out to Breakfast Club, Terrestrial like, Radio. Blah, blah, blah. Those not in the know, uh, the Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club, excuse me, is hosted by Charlamagne the God, DJ Envy, and DJ Envy. You right. heard me? Envy? Envy. Envy and um, Angela, Angela Yee. Um, first of all, don't fucking insult our audience like that. Listen, you just never know. I, my, my this bro- is our, like, these listen, are our people. I have family members that listen to this, so if they not in the know, it's right. my job on this platform of my to podcast inform. to inform. But The Breakfast Club is huge. But okay, got it. I got it, though. I listen, it. You're right. leave no rock un, um, unturned. unturned. There you go. I was, I was say, overturned or unturned? Overturned. I was looking- <laughs> yeah, so um, Wale and Meek Mill this week. Jesus Christ, fix it. Somebody. So Wale goes on a breakfast club and... They ask him about this whole Meek Mill Drake thing, and Wale has some opinions. He basically said, "We haven't talked, and this is not the bright. It wasn't the brightest decision." And the thing is, and it wasn't the brightest. And this decision. is back to when you're affiliated with different things and you're out promoting your own shit. People are always going to ask you, "What's going on with the other shit? What's going on with your yeah, homie yeah. over there?" You're supposed to like. And, and, and I understand this Especially go- if I can't talk to your homie, I'm going to talk to you about it. Right. And then the, yeah. the, and that's where Malcolm Jamal Warner is going through. So Wilder's yeah. going through the same situation. He's yep. out, about to drop a new album or mixtape, whatever he's doing. He got no single out. Uh-huh. And they asked him a few questions, and we got a little audio. I can't tip so around this one. Mm-mm. You look no, right no, into these mother. <laughs> um, well, no, I was just like, all right, well, you know, somebody probably be off the drink right now. Sure, just, just launching probably. Just not a good look, not a good thing you're doing, but, you know. I ain't talked to him. I've called him several times since that, Joe. And I ain't, you know. What you mean? He just don't pick up? I called Change his number or what? I called him. I just, I, I don't know what's going on. But, you know, I talked to a lot of the dudes in Dream Chasers, Talk and O'Malley and uh, Rock, everybody cool and whatever. But, you know, when he did that, I was just like, all right, something might be off the drink. A little testosterone on tour. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you with your girl. It's, you know, I don't know what's going on. But it's not the right decision. And that's exactly what I think. Me I too. think when you're winning, you got a great album out. You got the baddest chick. You making your dividends. You you feel a little hot. You hot. You might get hot headed. Humble yourself though. We could all be cold real quick. <laughs> Winter's on its way. You're right. And and that's that seems like what happened because he picked a bad battle. He picked a battle that nobody was expecting to go that way. Everybody. He didn't think it was going to go that way. This might have been, I t- like I said before, this might have been the worst deci- decision of his career. <laughs> like the worst possible thing you could have done, sir. For everybody who who's catch you guys back up to speed, Meek Mellon, uh, Drake, Wale was asked a question about how he thought was, was the, what was the situation and he said, you just heard the audio clip. It wasn't the best decision. He think that maybe, you know, when he did the social media thing, could have been feeling himself Drinking a little bit, you know, chilling, like, yo, for like exposing somebody. Talking, mm-hmm. Not even exposing, just talk my shit. Yeah. And that did not go too well. <laughs> uh, we have a little more audio. I just feel like, and, and this is me speaking as somebody who's been in the industry for, for a, 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 a good amount of time and that's the same age as these dudes. I don't think he, you know, I, I honestly think, you know, he brought like a pencil to a gunfight. 
Mm-hmm. He ain't bring a knife, I'm like a pencil. You know what I'm saying? You piece of paper. Try to paper cut him to death. Is that well said? Well, well, <laughs> if the shoe fits, <laughs> wear it. And and the thing is, Wale after he said this, Wale got the backlash from for, Meek. From from Meek for being honest. And you guys, what did Meek Mill do? He got on social media. He got on Twitter. I mean, Instagram. Excuse Y'all motherfuckers me. don't never learn. <laughs> Y'all don't never learn. He got on Instagram and basically, what he did was and. Meek Mill and Wale are label mates. Yeah. They're basically and not bro- really they're not really good friends like that. Because if we look at the timeline, just last year, they had the same issue when Meek was promoting his album before he went to jail, after he got out of jail, one yeah. of the two. And the same exact issue where he Meek went on Twitter and what did he say? He said it verbatim. Verbatim. Wale, You're not going to read that long as, as no, no, essay this, he wrote. No, we're talking about last year. <laughs> oh, okay. He said, Wale just ain't going to tweet my album. Uh, he's been hating on me a long time now. Wait, Do- that's what that shit was about, too? Because he, he did the same thing to Drake. He said, he don't even text me, cornball. You're not MMG. Ha- hashtag, you're not MMG. Uh-huh. You know, I did not realize that that's what they were fighting about, but that's the same shit that started this whole this whole Drake thing. Like, I didn't even realize that. Wow. Okay. All it's right. It's becoming a little weird that he gets on social media. Why are you so needy for? Like, I get <laughs> it. Like, your friends are supposed to support your shit. But, like, why are you so needy about, like... I'm not going to front. Because let's go back to this podcast. Because I was like, why am Malcolm not tweeting this podcast out? And I was like, you know what? Let me go listen back. I was like, this shit sounded like shit. I did tweet it out, actually. <laughs> How? But, no, last week. But then I had to get out of my Meek Mill. I had to get out of my Meek Mill. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. It's not his job to promote my shit. It's yeah. my shit. I mean, it's our shit. It's but our, but, but no, last, no, I even felt like that last week. I was but like, damn, not, I haven't been promoting like that. But but, but, but my thing is, that's not the issue. Because it's I, not. the issue is that when you have, if it's a family thing like this, this is messy because they're on the same label. Yeah. And when you're part of a brand. And when you're part of a brand. You got to look out for other people <laughs> on the brand. So... The thing is, you never you never let people see the mess inside of your house. Thank you. You Thank never you. let. That's exactly how I feel about this. Like you never let people see the mess. And if I'm gonna be your friend, or if we're really gonna be boys and we're really gonna kick it with each not other, not even that. If we have to tolerate and deal deal with yeah. each other, then we're gonna we're gonna for the sake of making making not looking ourselves look fucking stupid. Yeah, that was a lot of the issue with Dame Dash and, and Jay Z. Yep. The shit that was going on. No, all- what did Jay Z say? He was like, "I wanted to teach them how to be what the fuck." What was the? It's a great quote. He was like, "I wanted to teach them how to be basically like I don't know, generals, but all they want to be was soldiers, like some okay. shit like that. Like yeah. basically, like they were just yeah." I mean, it was one one um, to sum that up. You teach a man how to fish, and he'll eat forever. And Basically, th- you know what I'm saying. That's what yeah. he wanted to do, and, and he felt like you didn't want to carry the torch yeah. forever. And I think, first of all, Meek is embarrassed by this, as he should be. Like you should be embarrassed. But I'm like, don't get mad at me for keeping it a buck about some stupid shit that you did. Like you know, right, like right. if you like if we're gonna be cool and we're gonna like, if that's some shit I would tell you, like yeah. as a friend. Yeah. Like I mean, if you if you ask me. Like, but oh, the, the, you, you the, fucked that up. Like, that his, was not a smart decision for and you. And he, here goes the situation. Wiley even said he hasn't talked to him yeah. in a while. Yeah. So there's no ways for him to even reach out to him. Like, yo, dude, you need to chill I out. I mean, there probably are ways, but Wiley don't give a fuck. No, he said he, he, tried, to, he, said he tried to talk to him. You no, know I'm saying, but but if listen, they're on the same label. If they really wanted to speak to right. each other, but Wiley listen, could have made that happen. If I text you and you don't text back, Oh, then fuck you. Then fuck I mean, it. not like that, but you know. But like, I mean, you already burnt oh. and you already burned your bridges. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're right. So he the, brought a pencil to a gunfight. Right. That's some real shit. And uh, to clear it up, last year, Wale, I'm mean, not Wale, Rick Ross, poor Rick Ross, the boss, he got to come out to clear this bullshit up. You know, the kids. Just... And he said, as soon as I saw the tweets went out, I spoke to them both on the phone. Come on, Ross. We got on a we we was on a three way call, like you you we was in a conference. Let me tell you this: <laughs> like, it's one thing I know about dealing with egos, but when you are dealing with grown ass men, grown men gonna do what they want to do. Oh yeah, and there's no way you could forcefully make grown men get sit a, down and have kumbaya. Exactly, unless it's for the sake of the money. You show them some money, they're that all true, everybody though. will chill the fuck out. And that's exactly what Rick did. <laughs> he, he 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 brought up fucking a money esque situation, right? And we have more audio. Just got a few calls, niggas asking me about my little brothers, the squad. It's MMG forever, nigga. The Empire. Love that. That sounded like bullshit. It did. 
However, I respect the fact that how fast he came up with it. Eh, not really, because it's 2015. So I'm just like, you know, like it's, it's not it's not really impressive. Like, and and you 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 got to speak quickly about stuff like that, right? Because that's just the world we live in, which is the problem. Because I my- feel like if 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 same thing with Meek before, like if you just had a minute to like let shit process, like. You wouldn't do or say some of the. I mean, anybody like on social media. Like if you just if you just take a minute. My and, thing is, don't get mad at someone. Listen, he basically called when Wale was talking his shit. Basically, his his own truth. He uh-huh. said he can't. He said I can't tiptoe around this. Yeah. He said he wasn't prepared. He he wasn't. He wasn't. And that's the fucking. That's the absolute one hundred. So why truth. get mad because he was asked a question? Was he supposed to say no comment? Because you're embarrassed. Because you're embarrassed about it. it. It's not like he came on the show to to talk about the shit. He yeah. was basically asked a question. Yeah. And I'm I'm finna answer. And now he got he got ridiculed. Oh, you're not MMG. Yeah. No more. I'm making the calls. Only and, only broke niggas and talk broke. to promote an album. I'm like oh. okay, all right. Well, but that wasn't even your tour. It was your girl's tour. So. Who's really Who's tour? It's girl's tour. <laughs> it's your girl's tour. Uh, Rick Ross even went on to social media to clear it up once again, more in the situation. What's happening is young Renzel, a.k.a. the biggest boss in the game, a.k.a. Rick Ross, you dig? You know, we on fire as usual, MMG, a lot of big things popping, a lot of things being talked about that I'm actually um, happy to, to, to be here to address. But young Meek Mill, young Wale, family good you dig y'all know how i do it all i know is winning all i know is love you dig so this what we gonna do we gonna drop something new for y'all self-made four we gonna get y'all something special sooner than you think huh. goodness oh goodness oh goodness <laughs> oh what the fuck i respect the businessman hustle of it because that's that was the but that listen. was the, the, not the smartest thing to do but that's just that's how you, that's how you flip shit like you just while while everybody has their name, your right. name in their mouth, you plug some shit. Right. But like, listen, they make no mistake, there's something wrong. Even if they get on the album together. Mm-hmm. It's something and you know what's the thing is? I understand let me I understand that Wale and I believe this. Rick Ross could patch this up and Wale could walk away with this and be like, Okay, that's my brother. We had a misunderstanding. Wale can. Yeah. I think is Meek. Meek is too childish. It's like, yo. He seems like such a child. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like, and you know, I was defending Meek and I was like, you, you know. You were? In the, in, the, in the sense was that, okay, he, t- he took an L and I believe that everybody takes an L once oh, in yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody takes an L. You gotta learn. You gotta learn. L for learn. There yep. you go. So, he, he he sat in timeout. He wasn't on social media. He was sitting on quiet. He didn't come back with the record. Mm-hmm. This week comes, they had the title event at Barclays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was back up rooting for him. He played them hot-ass records. Uh-huh. They played them hot. Them Rick Ross came out. Yeah. They looked like a team again. Because Rick Ross going through his own legal shit. Yeah. They do the title event. Star-studded. Everybody's there. Chilling. Then they go do the powerhouse. and um, Chilling. They do the powerhouse, I think, somewhere. I think there was a powerhouse. Was at Barclays? It was one at Barclays. Yeah, Bar- but I think it was one in Philly as well. Oh, right. There were, there was two. I think, two powerhouses this Yeah, week. so the thing is, you're back. And everybody's basically moved on. Drake, yeah. Drake already dropped his Hotline Bling video. Yeah, Drake is so far past that. Everybody shit. is past the shit. But now, because someone decides to give them give their honest opinion, uh huh, you fucking stepped on your own foot, and you made this bigger than what it was. Yeah, because I mean, while Wale's, thing I think was, if, if Wale would, if, if I think people would have swallowed it and kept and let moving. it go, but because, because Meek responded exactly because that was already the given, and yeah. that, that was already the unanimous decision. And that, yeah, exactly. That's like that's the that's the. That's the popular vote. Like, yeah, everybody like, oh, already said he chose a battle that he wasn't ready for. Because yeah. who thought Drake was going to come out with fucking diss records to sit motherfuckers down? No, for real. Nobody was ready for that. I, 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 I earned so much respect I still for Drake. Listen, I listen to that record. I'm like... No, back-to-back is still hard. He's calmly not mentioning nobody's name. But slaying every <laughs> motherfucker. Every person. He's like, you, you, and you can get it too. And then he releases Hotline Bling with him, like, you know, doing a cha-cha. I'm just like, you got to love Drake. Yeah, right? It's the best of both worlds. Oh, let's talk about Drake and that, and that cha-cha shit. How do you think? Drum, who made a song called Cha-Cha. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard Cha-Cha before. I, I heard it the other day. And you know what? It sounds a lot the same. Not a lot the same. It sounds similar. Yeah. Drake's answer to Fader was, 
my idea was when I heard this record was, and this is me talking out and looking into the wall was basically saying, um, when I heard the record that it gave me inspiration and kind of like reggae does, you know, when you hit a rhythm and everybody jumps on that same rhythm. Oh, but I did hear about that. So me, I could understand that because I listen to reggae and I understand when you hear 72 versions of the same fucking beat. Which is why sometimes they all sound alike to me. Like when I'm in a reggae party, I'm like, didn't we just hear this shit? I'm like, no. I'm like, I think we did. Yeah, that's Cartel's version. You got you got Busy Signal version. It's too much. You got Capleton version. Yeah, so uh but my thing is hip hop is not built for that. It's not. It's it's a totally different genre. Hip hop is built for its own creativity as far as you come with your own production, you come with your own style, your own flow. You be you, you be me, and like and don't steal flows. Yeah, and what's the other guy that the, the original guy that did it? His name is Drum. See, I wouldn't I only thing and, I wouldn't care <laughs> about is if my checks were coming. Like as long as I'm getting like my royalties, right. like I'm fine. Like and I the, really don't <clears throat> care. And the thing is, he didn't even speak up. On until people started comparing him, yeah, and because he said he was at Toronto doing his own show, doing his own mind, his business. I'm pretty sure he already heard the record and was yeah. like, "Let me not even acknowledge this shit because he's out writing records. He's hanging in the studio with Beyonce. Yeah, he's writing, so he's getting his coin. So he's like, you know what? Chuck that one up. I'm yeah. like, my my day's coming. Two tears in the bucket. Exactly. But when people, the listener, is getting more his more more familiar with drum, they're like, "Wait, this sound like cha cha." Yeah. So then he has to come out and be like, you know what? Honestly, I'm gonna keep it a buck. That shit sounds like my shit, and I feel like the nigga jacked my, my shit. <laughs> he jacked my jam, my jam. <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then Drake had the Drake not cleared it up, but Drake had said that earlier, previous to that, and um, because it was compared yeah, to yeah. Fader, but the style shit get bitten all the time. Drake is so smart though. That that video though. Like Tell that me shit. The, yo, social media runs. I've I feel like he made that shit just so it could memes? get pimped out, <laughs> just so people could, because it was it was too perfect. Like that shit was so. And Drake is smart. Like Drake is a smart ass person. Mm-hmm. But it was just so perfect. Like it wasn't even like because it didn't happen like once in a video. Like it wasn't like a like a a fifteen second thing. Like oh, why he did that weird? Like he does the weird shit throughout the whole video, and it's so simple. Like that the that whole video yeah. is like that bluish pinkish wall yeah. and his dancing. Like that shit was so on purpose, like so genius. The week of October. Round of applause for fucking Drake. The week of October nineteenth and Hotline Bling come out. You guys who hasn't seen it, go ahead, go online and check it out. And I have, I haven't even seen the full video. I've just seen the memes from it. And I'm like, okay, I got it. And like, Drake, I got it. And Drake drops a video called Hotline Bling, and what he's doing is he's just dancing, vibing, and the so dusting his feet off. Like, and the web took this video and chopped it up. Ran added, with that shit. And they made so many memes. Memes are basically videos. We are n- we're gonna do all of that. Listen, we got to we got to explain. To okay, you all right. I didn't, okay, okay. Go <laughs> ahead. I didn't know we were doing all of that today. Because I had the, some people like, what's that mean? Here's what's a podcast. What's a podcast? Yeah. All right, so, I'm, but they so the internet's ate that video up. No, for real. They ate it up. Yeah. Oh gosh, crazy. Yep. Uh, what else happening this week? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. No, Joe Biden. Also, I forgot about crazy. Oh, that Uncle, he's not running. Crazy Uncle Joe's not running. I, I feel like I, we're being forced to vote for Hillary now. I'm not voting for her ass. Who you voting for, Ben Carson? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm voting for Ben Carson. Because black look, ass Uncle Ben. I'm not look, voting his fucking. What's ass. seriously scary is that Trump is still number one in the Republican yeah. Party. I don't know. I'm 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 lean. I really don't like to discuss politics, but I do. <laughs> I'm leaning towards um, Bernie Sanders. Okay, that's what I'm leaning to. But nobody has fully won my vote yet. Like, there's nobody where I'm like, okay, this motherfucker needs to be the one. Bernie Sanders is great, and I'm and this, I'm glad you brought that up. The thing that I have an issue with is he hasn't made any uh, government decisions as far as uh, policies and things like that. Uh huh. So I don't know his full frontal capabilities as far as that. He has great ideas. Yeah. But as far as being uh, pushing legislative uh, proposals through, yeah, uh, I don't know if he can get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I was like, yeah. But he he did win us over. Uh, was it the, the um, debate? The Democratic debate was two weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. A week and a half ago. Yeah. And it was great. And I think he called out Hillary. He said, "You know what? I'm tired of hearing your e- about your emails too." Yeah. And that was kind of which is what I kind of like about him. It was kind of it was but, weird. It went kind of two ways. It was kind of like, are you leaning into her shit as far as waving the white flag? Uh huh. Because that's what it's taken as. Because you know when you're when you have an opponent, it's always stay on defense mode. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's between Bernie and Hillary, and she did the Benghazi eleven yeah, hour. That shit was crazy long. Oh my gosh, she sat down for eleven hours and got torn apart. Yeah. And, and you know what? Guess what? I got red. They didn't, <laughs> they they still don't they don't have what yeah. they're looking for. Wasting my whole damn day. <laughs> 
they're looking for a smoking gun. They don't have it. So yep. uh, Joe Biden announced this week, uh, Vice President Joe Biden, excuse me, he said, uh, while I will not be a candidate, I will be will not be silent. I intend to speak out clearly and forcefully to influence as much as I can where we can stand as a party and we can stand and go uh, together as a nation. So uh, time he lost his son this year. So this is not a great time for him to go through all this. He's probably not in that mental headspace. Going through all this pressure to, pressure to run for a presidency, which you can lose because all the marbles are on the table. Yeah. So you have to set yourself up to be a loser. <laughs> well, Hillary lost once. Hillary's lost several times. <laughs> Uh, I was uh, gonna, whatever. I won't go there. So yeah, we. I I was li- really looking forward to Uncle Crazy Joe because I think he. he I wasn't. He, he has a great personality as a president. I remember me saying on this podcast specifically, quote unquote, "What the fuck has Joe Biden done?" He's been the vice president. That's all enough. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, first, can I can I discuss something very quickly that um we. Okay, what? Sorry, okay. No, it's fine. No, okay, tell let's, me. Let's no, no, I, I didn't know. That. I forgot about this whole love and hip hop story. Oh, he, I'm showing Malcolm the love and hip hop story we, we didn't get to. Oh, we're not gonna cut this out. We're gonna keep no, we're in. gonna keep going. Yeah. All right, whatever. Yeah, I know we're gonna do love and hip hop. We still uh, doing this? Yes, we're gonna talk about this. So VH1's love and hip hop Hollywood it's on once again. Hollywood. Yep. And since its premiere last month, it has gotten 3.6 million viewers who mm-hmm. tuned into that show on VH1. That's crazy. Now, the reason why we I wanted to talk about this with Malcolm is because this show puts black people, it puts men in a predicament. Predicament. Am I saying that? So, sounds weird when I said Predicament? Predicament. Sounds weird how I said it. I just said it kind of fast. but it puts, It's putting us in a situation where it's like to be yourself. Because on this situation, you're going to encounter some things that you're probably not comfortable with or you've never seen before. And what is on this show is... A openly gay uh-huh. um, relationship between two men who are black, African American. Can you drop the hammer out of your hand? You were so beaten around the bush. Like <laughs> you were. No, they're, right, they're black African American men who yeah, work. It's in, two gay guys on the show who that, work in, who work in hip hop. Yeah, and one's a producer, one's a rapper, and one is dating a woman that is completely oblivious to the no, fact he, that he's gay. He's not dating a woman. Oh, you who are you talking about Miles? No, there was one. I I don't really keep up with okay. show like that, but I know there's one that's like this is woman that like wants to be with him, and he's like. Honey, I don't want to screw you. I want to get screwed. And she's like, no, but I love you. It's some delusional ass chick. But anyway, so yeah, so. Yeah, so, I mean, what's great about this show is that, you know, society, we're, we just got the legalization, you know, for people to, to get married. Yeah. Europe is finally uh, acknowledging, I don't know, a third gender this year, I mean, this year, I don't know what a third gender could possibly be, but I mean, I have my yeah, ideas, I but I'm, yeah. I'm just going to leave it alone. But yeah. I'm, I'm just a little confused. I'm more accept. I mean, we have to be more accepting to people's oh, personalities. No. Yeah, absolutely. And what's great about this is that hip hop has this stigma hip-hop, where you- Hip hop, you don't Hip hop has this stigma where they just push, I think the black community too, where we kind of push gay people off to the side. Where oh no, like, we are probably the worst after like, like, like country yeah. Southern people. Yeah. Like, those Midwestern people, like, really don't get this shit. Like, people in, like, Kansas City, they're like, what the fuck is that about? Yeah, right. And it's like, uh, your cousin's gay, so stop acting like you've never seen it before. Exactly. The, the guy in the church is kind of gay, so you don't... Kind of, he please might, describe kind of gay for the class. He might be gay. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like on the coast, it's a little bit more accepting, because yeah. the coast is just more... Like, that's just the way Like that's just the way America works. Like, the people right. on the coast are more, like, you know, progressive, for the most part. And I don't want nobody to try to take this audio and chop it up. Think I have anything for the way I made that joke just now. Like, yeah. He's gay, but there's nothing wrong with that. Because I'm going to chop it up and make it a thing. I've so. been to churches where people was like, kind of like, yo, dude, he's just not coming out to you guys because you guys in the church haven't accepted. Because y'all crazy. You guys have. You're you, crazy you, as shit. People haven't accepted the idea that everything in the Bible isn't what it yeah. may seem and that we have gay people. I'm like, there was now. a point where slave masters were using the Bible as a reason to, like, right. to, to enslave people. So yeah, I'm right. just like. Okay, well, clearly that's not the 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 Lord's word to yeah. be like, you know. So, so, what testament are you actually following, or what BS? So, you know ding, what I'm saying. So, uh, to move on to this and to congratulate them, uh, Miles and Milan, Miles and Milan, who are on the show. Yeah, and they're great guys. You know, they seem happy. Do you know them? I don't know. They're I've met, great guys. I've met them. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm saying that. So I've met them. 
Uh, Drew Shane Daniels, the founder of editor chief of Muse Magazine, which is a gay magazine, uh-huh. he said moments like this don't happen often for black gay men, even in scripted television, and that's so true. It's true. We've seen the real, uh, real world. We've seen um, Big Brother. We've seen Amazing Race. You don't see any other scripted show. I mean, those are not scripted shows for the most part. Yeah, those are reality. Reality. <laughs> I mean, now what's reality today anymore? But true. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, Empire. I don't, I don't want to say Empire's doing a good job because I don't oh, want to say yeah, it's a good or bad job. They're bringing that out, too. but Empire is very. But Lee Daniels is gay, though, so right. not to say like that's his job to do that. But I'm not surprised by it. You know, like I, I I'm not. It's almost like seeing like you know, like black people on TV. Like I'm not surprised to see black people on TV if it's a show created or produced by a black person. Why are we still surprised to see black people on TV? We, well, we're not surprised, but yeah, you know, you know I mean, they probably. But but, but sometimes some we are prob- surprised. Because some people are probably just like, y'all still around? It, no, because I just because when you turn on some of these, sh- like right. especially like award, which is mean nothing, but when you turn on these award shows, mm-hmm. and it's like, where's the black people? And it's yeah, just like, not. yeah, yeah. So exactly. But um, he also went on to say, for so long, uh, black gay characters could not stand on their own. They would often be uh, tokenized as cast alongside their good friend, girl, good girlfriend, or fashion tips. Because I remember seeing movies like ding, that too. Ding, 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 like, ding, He's yes. off to the side, like I said. Yeah. He's just like, oh, he's the like he's, he's just coming over to help her get ready for the club. Right. Like, girl, let me beat your face. Right. He's like, not the main character. Exactly. And they also have been given this stigma. Even like on reality TV, like it, like I know you don't watch Housewives and stuff, but like no, a lot of the Housewives have like their gays, which I'm thinking. First of all, that is the most insulting shit ever. Because if somebody calls you like, oh, you know, those are my blacks, it would be like, what the fuck? What do you know? So I'm just like to call somebody like, oh, those are my gays. I'm like, that's not really. Right. That's, that's not, not appropriate. Yeah. But yeah. But no. And yeah, the other going. stigma is uh, HIV, which is like everybody doesn't have yeah AIDS or HIV. But but that HIV thing, it comes with. It comes with the, the lifestyle, kind of. It does come with the it lifestyle. Not comes, it doesn't come with it. Let me stop. Yeah, Let me yeah, take right. that back. It's not a, you don't, it you don't not, go to the, to, to, to the gay supermarket and pick up a package. Forgive me, God. It doesn't come with that, but it's tied to it that is, as far as- It's uh, very prevalent in prevalent, the community. Yeah, exactly. There you go. But I do have to say, but that whole thing comes from a lot of like down low stuff. Like like a lot of people- right. yeah, creeping around and just yeah, being exactly. nasty. Yeah, I mean, that happen, that happens with being straight, too. Yeah, exactly. Because so, yeah. uh, y'all are hoes. Right. Right. Not me anymore. I'm safe. <laughs> Miles, okay. <laughs> Miles and Milan's appearance on the show uh, normalizes sexualized, uh, sexuality between two black men. Uh, Daniels also continue. Um, we are dissimilar to exist of the functioning in real life between uh, two characters, which is great because what you see is that two guys who are trying to be hip hop, not even they're not even trying to be moguls. They're trying to make it. Yeah. They're just trying to be decent enough to get by. Just to get just, by. just to get by, I'll try to make a, make their own footprint. One's okay with who he's he's a producer. He yeah. probably has, doesn't have to worry about much. And the other one wants to be a rapper, so it's gonna be a little bit harder to let you know that imaging. You know what's funny? I've seen like I have like I haven't sat and watched a full episode of Love Hip Hop in a minute, but I see clips here and there. Like if it's on, I'm, I'll stop on it for a second. But there was an episode where like Milan was like his mother was like, oh, I didn't even know he was gay. Or like, right. people know I was gay, and I was just like, your name is Milan, <laughs> like. I'm just like where you set him up. No, yeah, I'm no. like, but I don't think that's his real name. I think he changed his name. Oh, really? To Milan. Know. I'm just oh, I like, didn't know that. I'm like, for some reason, gay guys love doing that. Gay guys is. and transgender people, <laughs> they love being. Come on, let's keep it a fucking buck. They love to name themselves after like, like, like cities like outside of America, right? Like Milan, Paris, London. I'm like, oh, okay, but whatever. Good for you all. Shout out to them and that show, uh, Love and Hip Hop, and you catch that on that's on VH1. On yeah. 8 p.m. And, and I, I do, I do respect, I do respect the fact that it's like raising a conversation about homosexuality and hip hop, no yeah, homophobia and hip hop, right? Because it, it's really a thing. Because like, VH1 did another sh- panel show where they talk about, yeah, uh, which I didn't. What's get the a name chance. of it? it was, I think it was called Out. It was like Love and Hip Hop Out and Hip Hop, but it was like a, a special. That's great because yeah. I think with this thing, the campaign against bullying, uh-huh. we also need stuff like that, yeah, to kind of enable people to be who they are. Like remember when Fake Freak Motion came out, yeah, and everybody was like, "Yo, that's so cool." It was so cool, but I was a little disappointed. Really? Because <laughs> because I'm I am uh, an asshole, and I can just wear my I can wear the title proudly. When I um when I was like, oh, you know, it's a gay rapper, you know, I thought it was gonna be like a Ja Rule type of rapper, yeah. like you know, like you know, I'll bust guns, I'll bust in your ass too, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> that's I want like some real gangster rap shit, like really, like like some real like like how men talk about women, like I wanted like I wanted to hear that from like a man's perspective, like some real rough shit, and then Frank Ocean came out and it was like, do you think about, and I was like, okay, all right, okay, and I was like. But shout out to Frank Ocean. Good for you, sir. Good for you. 
Uh, that was that was great. And uh, this week, who does it go to? Well, who does what go to? You know what I'm talking about. I really don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, we're not gonna. We're, we're not capable not... of running this shit. Sick your five dollar ass down. Okay, who who's a five dollar ass? Meek Mill, man. Is this the thing? Yeah, Meek this is Mill. a segment now. Yeah, it's a segment now. Okay, I just want to keep up with the times. Okay, class, keep up. New segment. New segment. Raven Simone got it last time, last episode. Oh, did she? Yeah. I was unaware of this. Okay. She did. You didn't listen back. She, I, I mean, I knew that we- She was we, talking her outlandish black shit. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. Yeah. So she had to sit her fire ass down. And So yeah. who's, sitting at, who's sitting down this week? Meek Mill. Okay. You can't be on social media just calling out, making the house look messy, man. I like Meek Mill. And you know what? He has a new mixtape coming out. And you know, I follow Meek Mill because I like his music. And the thing is, with it's like when you rooting for somebody, and I I keep fuck like when you're on a team with somebody, yeah, and they keep dropping the balls, like dude, yeah, you, I'm not yeah. gonna stop throwing it to you. you I'm gonna stop throwing it to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I gonna am. stop uh, throwing it to you. Actually, I'm gonna stop throwing it now. Right, <laughs> uh, Malcolm, still the verdict's out. Yes, plug it. I'm sorry, I wasn't prepared for that. First, <laughs> now I want to say something else. So I was walking here today, right? I really don't walk through the city a whole lot like that, but I was walking through the city today, and there was this girl that had a septum piercing. But she had the like the hoop that came out of her nose, and then it was a bar attached to it. When I tell you, I thought she had on an oxygen tank. <laughs> I swear, I don't swear on God, but I swear, I was like, oh my God, this girl is so young with the oxygen tank. Then I got close, and I was like, this bitch got a fucking septum piercing. That's like the size of too damn big on her face. But anyway, I say all that to say absolutely nothing. So Still Diverted is out on YouTube. You can check it out on the Still Diverted YouTube channel. Still Diverted. Still I mean, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube.com backslash Still Diverted. Uh, you can like the page on Facebook uh, at Still Diverted. And you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Hey Malcolm. Jason is at Focus underscore JRJ on Twitter and Instagram. And that's what we do. So, oh, can I give oh, just a word of wisdom really quickly? Go ahead. I tweeted thing. this the other day on Saturday, and I was like, I, I want to say it again. So, um... Everyone that you turn up with is not a friend. Ooh. Everyone that you fight with is not an enemy. Jesus. Remember that. Christ. Love you for listening. Um, I think that's it. We're out of here. We're done. Bye, guys. This is a J.R. Jeter production.